Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a special late night episode of the Today's Focus podcast series. It is Wednesday, August the 9th, 2023, and it is currently 11.35 p.m. Central Time. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I don't know about you, but for me, a lot of times when it gets late at night, Maybe right when I lay down, sometimes right before I lay down, sometimes maybe it's two or three hours after I've gone to bed, I will just lay there and start thinking about all the things I haven't done right as a Christian. Sometimes I'll start reminding myself of all the things I've done wrong since since my salvation moving forward. I'll remember this sin or this mistake or this failure or when I did this wrong or I did this wrong. Sometimes it will go all the way up to the present. Sometimes it will be just me re- rehearsing the day going, you know, the Bible says thou shall not do this. (laughs) Well, I did that. The Bible says thou shall not do this. And I'm like, well, I did that. Thou shall not, thou shall not. And sometimes you just sit there. I I cannot speak for you, but I I find myself sometimes discouraged, defeated, depressed, thinking, will I ever get anything right? And sometimes especially if it's late at night and I'm going to do like a devotional and I'm going to open my Bible and do some reading. Well, you know what we come across over and over in the Bible, right? We know it. We come across law, 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 law. The Bible is filled with law, right? The law tells you this is what you are to do and this is what you shall not do. I think it's all over the place. Do this, don't do this. And if you do, and you know, it gives you just all these rules of do's and don'ts, do's and don'ts, do's and don'ts. And those, all of those are law. Now, typically the law tells you what you should do, but it also tells you what you should not do. And guess what the law does? It will constantly demonstrate to you that you fall short, that you don't do what you're supposed to do and you do what you're not supposed to be doing. Over and over and over, it's going to show you your sin. Because if you ever take your life at any given time, in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, or late at night, and you lay it next to the law of God, you're going to find yourself saying, woe is me, I am undone. I am a sinner. And you know, no matter how sincere you may be, when you wake up in the morning, you're still going to be a sinner and you're still going to sin. It is one of the, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult, almost a brutal reality that as a Christian, you have to just learn to accept that you are a sinner and you're going to be until glorification. You are going to fall short. You're going to fall short. You sin in thought, word, indeed. Just take today. Just take today. This morning, when I did a Today's Focus podcast episode, right? Typically, we only do one Today's Focus. So today, you get two. You got the morning Today's Focus, and now you get the evening Today's Focus, right? So, and the reason we're doing the late night one is because there's a chance tomorrow, I don't know exactly when I may get to the Today's Focus podcast you know, series. So I thought maybe just do one late tonight. But really, this this is like, you know, the two sides of a book, right? 
It's like the front side of the book and the back side of the book. The front side of the book was this morning's episode where we talked about how should Christians treat other people. And I gave you an assignment to do, right? I gave you some things to look up. Go throughout all the Bible and look at every, or at least all, I think I said maybe the whole Bible, at least the entire New Testament. Look for anywhere you can find uh, where you find scriptures that say, you should do this. You should treat people this way or don't do this to people. Don't, don't gossip about people. Don't slander about people. Don't don't bear false witness. You could talk about that, that would still be telling you what you should and should not do when it comes to other people. How should you treat others? Now, because all you were looking at was law, well, by this evening, what hopefully happened to you at some point is you were like, man, I don't always treat people the way I'm supposed to. I, I I don't treat people the way I want to be treated. I don't love my enemy. I don't turn the other cheek. I, I don't seek to live peaceably with all men as much as possible. I, I don't, you know, love my enemy. I don't give my enemy food or drink and I don't do this. And I, and I, and, and hopefully you were convicted by it. I mean, that was the goal for you to see the reality of what God calls us to do when it comes to treating other people and how we should treat other people. And you should have seen your own sin. So now you hear, now here you are at the end of the night. Now for some, sometimes I know, look, because we're sinners, because the reality is, and the longer you become a Christian, we can just kind of become sometimes desensitized to our own sin. We're just not sensitive to it. It doesn't bother us. But I hope sometimes you feel the weight and the conviction of God's law. And hopefully it will lead you to go, well, where should I turn? So I thought, I saw earlier today, because I got in the latest issue of the Sword of the Lord newspaper. And as I was just going through it, I think I read every single word of it today. Um, When I got to page 16, I got to page 16. There's a section here called the preacher's column, the preacher's column. And it has lots of quotes and just different sayings and illustrations that obviously a preacher could use. And uh, some of them are really good. Some of them were kind of, you know, touching. Some of them were funny. And then I saw this, the shall nots of John's gospel. The shall nots of John's gospel, right? So I just kind of looked at it. I didn't really pay attention. I'm like, oh, I shall not do this. And I shall, oh, I bet you it's going to give me all these things that I shall not do, that I am not called to do. Because the Bible constantly, you shall not do this. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not do this. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not, uh, you know, steal. All these that you, thou shall not do these things. And we know, and those are law and they condemn us. So I just thought, oh, I bet you there's a bunch of, you know, thou shall nots that I'm not to do in the, in the gospel of John. So I didn't really give it much look. I knew at some point I would go back and read over it carefully and see what was there and, and try to, you know, see how I could use it. But then this evening, I was thinking, okay, what, you know, what do I do this evening? Do I, I need to do a today's focus because tomorrow I may not get to it. And I just happened to have the sword of the Lord right here. And I just opened it up and I went back to that section and, su- and I was pleasantly surprised when I read this, the shall not, the shall nots of John's gospel, the shall nots of John's gospel. And what I read underneath it, well, it was a completely different perspective. So here tonight, 
If you've been convicted by the law, you feel the reality and the weight of your sin. You know you fall short day in and day out. You know that even your good works are nothing more than filthy rags before a holy God. If you just know tonight, like any other night, that you are a sinner, well, let me let you find peace and comfort in the shall nots of John's gospel. I want you to write these down. The first one is John chapter 5, verse 24. John chapter 5, verse 24. John chapter 5, verse 24. Verily, verily. Now, these are the words of Jesus himself. John 5, 24. Verily, verily. I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. The first shall not in the gospel of John is that we shall not come into condemnation. If you have put your faith in Jesus Christ, if you have put your faith, if you believe in God, in this particular uh, passage, it says that if you believe on him that sent me, you have everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. We are to believe in God the Father. We are to believe in God the Son. But here, if we believe, we shall not come into condemnation. Now, I can tell you this, you're still going to sin. Those shall nots that tell you don't do this and don't do this and don't do that. I'm telling you, you're going to violate them. The things you want to do, you're not going to do. And the things you don't want to do, you're going to do. But you can still go to bed tonight and say, I shall not come into condemnation because of faith, because you have believed. And by faith, Christ's obedience is yours. Christ's righteousness is yours. So you can lay down knowing in your position in Christ, all those you shall not do this and you shall not do this and you shall not do that. You haven't done them. All those commands you have obeyed. You've not disobeyed anything. You're perfect in Christ. Let me read John 5, 24, one more time. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believe on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Have you believed in God? Then you shall not come into condemnation. The next one, John 8, 12. John 8, 12. John 8, 12, then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. You shall not walk in darkness. All right. If we follow Christ, we shall not walk in darkness. 
We don't stumble around in the dark. We have the light of life. And I think the idea is here is that we, when we put our faith in Christ, when we are, when we turn to him, we're no longer, even though maybe in life, in a practical way, we stumble around in the dark and we may not understand this and we can be confused, but in our position, we're no longer in darkness. We have the light of life. In our position, we are not stumbling around. We are secure. We, we, we are perfect. We are complete. And life, we still stumble around in darkness sometimes, right? We know we do, but ultimately we shall not walk in darkness because in Christ, we have the light of life. John 6, 35, the next one, John 6, 35. So we shall not come into condemnation. We shall not walk in darkness. John 6, 35. Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believe on me shall never thirst. Right? Well, now this doesn't say shall not, but you get the same concept. You shall not hunger. You shall never hunger. You shall never thirst. You shall never hunger. You shall never thirst. You will never have to hunger for any for 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 what you need spiritually because you will have everything you need spiritually. You will have everything you need for eternal life. You don't have to go look, you don't have to do this, you don't have to do this, you don't have to do that. You have everything. You should never hunger or thirst. Now they also quote John 4:14. 4, That's John 6:35. You shall never again, you shall not hunger. I think I think it's fair to use that one. John six thirty five. Now John uh, uh, John six thirty five also goes on. He that believeth on me shall never thirst. But they also want us to see John four fourteen. John four fourteen, where we read this. John four fourteen. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of of water springing up into everlasting life. Shall never thirst or shall not thirst. You're not going to thirst. You're not going to hunger. Why? Because Christ's righteousness is perfect. Everything you need for salvation in him is sufficient. Sometimes we try to look at this and apply this never hunger, never thirst. No, you're never going to have to hunger and thirst for salvation. You're never going to have to hunger and thirst for the righteousness. When See, whenever you look at the law, the law says, do this, do this, don't do this, do this, don't do this. And in a sense, you're going to hunger and thirst for, for the obedience. You're going to hunger and thirst for the righteousness you need to fulfill all of these commands. And you're going to find yourself starving to death. You're going to find yourself dying of thirst because you cannot do it. And then Christ says, no, 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 partake of me. Take, take, believe on me and you will never hunger and you will never thirst because you now have everything you need for salvation. You have the perfect righteousness of Christ. You have his obedience imputed to you. It's not infused in you. It's imputed to your account. So you don't have to hunger and thirst. You don't have to, you don't need anything else, right? When we hunger and thirst, we need more food. We, we, we need more drink. Like we can eat and drink today, right? And then tomorrow we are going to eat and drink again. 
If you're looking to your works, if you're looking to your effort, you're going to keep hungering and thirsting because you're going to keep trying. You're going to, and you're, and, and guess what? God's law is never going to, is never going to be satisfied. No matter how much food you can find, no matter how much you drink, it's never going to, it's never going to satisfy the, the appetite of God's law, which demands perfection. Right? John chapter 10, verse 28. John chapter 10, verse 28. We read these words. This is Jesus speaking again. And I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. They shall never perish. They shall not be plucked out of Christ's hands. If you have believed in Jesus Christ, let me tell you, you have e, you've, you've been given eternal life and you shall never perish and that neither shall any man pluck them out of your hand. You shall not be plucked out of his hand. You shall not perish. You shall not be plucked out of his hands. That's the one they want you to get from 1028. Um, they're, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna add us a, another one here. So let's just get these down. I really want you to think about this tonight. I, I really want you, no matter, no matter how late it may be, as you lay down tonight, I want you to just realize that you shall not come into condemnation, that you shall not walk in darkness, that you shall, you shall not hunger, you shall not thirst. And you shall never, you cannot be plucked out of Christ's hands. Why? Because he saved you with his perfect righteousness. The only way for you to be plucked out of his hand, the only way for you to lose his salvation is you you would have to somehow prove, you would have to take Christ to a court of law and prove, nope, you weren't perfect. Nope, you weren't without sin. Nope, your righteousness wasn't sufficient. Nope, you did not obey all of God's law. But unless you can prove that Christ sinned or failed to obey all of God's law, then I can't lose my salvation because by faith in him, all of his obedience and righteousness is accredited to my account. So you should not be plucked out of Christ's hands. They want us to look at John 3.15 for the, the shall not perish. They want us to look at John 3.15. We could go with John 3.16, right? Um, but the, John 3.15, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. You cannot perish. So let's go through these again. As you go bed, go to bed tonight, I want you to take time to literally in prayer, thank God and say, Lord God, I thank you that because I have believed in you and have believed in your son that I shall not come into condemnation. Lord God, I thank you that because I am in Christ, I have the light of life and I shall not walk in darkness. Lord God, because of Christ, I thank you that I shall never hunger. I should never hunger for that, for salvation. I shall never hunger and I shall never thirst because in Christ, all everything, he is sufficient. Your law has all of these demands and he met all of them. So I shall never hunger or thirst again because I have been filled with all that I need for salvation. I shall not be plucked out of Christ's hands. I shall not be plucked out of Christ's hands and I shall not perish because of Christ. None of this is because of what we do. You can't boast in any of this. And then John eleven twenty six. John eleven 
26. John eleven twenty six, And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believe thou this. You shall never die. Now, I know what you're thinking. No, 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 no. I'm going to die. You know, all you're going to do is your bodily function for your physical body will cease. The brain, the heart, they will cease. Your physical body will stop functioning, but you don't die. You continue to live and you have eternal life. The only thing that happens is you continue to live, right? Just the body stops working. You, you're fine. The body stops working. The, the container, in a sense, stops working. It, it, it breaks down, but you are very much alive. So again, I want you tonight, I want you to literally take time to thank God. Lord, I thank you that I shall not come into condemnation because I believed in you and in your son. Lord, I thank you that, uh, and dear God, I thank you that I shall not walk in darkness, but I have the light of life because of your son, Jesus Christ. Look, life doesn't make any sense to me. I don't, I, there's things in your word that doesn't make any sense to me. Sometimes I don't understand the pain, confusion, but in Christ, there is, I'm not walking in darkness. Salvation is secure. Salvation is sure. I know that uh, I, I'm blessed with all spiritual blessings. I know my salvation is secure. I don't walk in darkness. Lord, I never will hunger and I will never thirst again. The law, the law demands I do this and do that. And no matter what I do, I can't ever satisfy it. And, 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 and it leaves me longing for, for something that I cannot accomplish. But in Christ, I never have to hunger or thirst again for anything related to salvation. It's I'm perfectly satisfied, perfectly satisfied. I shall not be plucked out of Christ's hands. I shall not perish and I shall never die. Lord, if my, if my physical body ceases to work, I will not be dead. I will just no longer be here. I will be in your presence, but I will be very much alive. The shall nots of John's gospel. Now, I would challenge you to see, are there any other things like that? Because we always think a shall not as negative, right? Thou shall not do this. 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 Can you think of all the times the Bible gives a shall not that's positive? Like you shall not come into condemnation. You shall not walk in darkness. You shall never hunger. You shall never thirst. You shall not be plucked out of his hand. You shall not perish. You shall not die. Can you think of some others? Now, some of you may not like the shall never. You say, well, it's supposed to be shall not. I can understand. But I think shall never hunger, shall not hunger. It's, it's, it's to me, it fits, fits perfectly. And in my title, I couldn't put the shall nevers and the shall nots, but you get the idea. Can you think of some other positives? We always like shall not, shall not, shall not, shall not. And it's negative, 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 negative. Let's think of all the shall nots because of the gospel. Because of the gospel of Jesus Christ, I shall not come into condemnation. Because of the gospel of Jesus Christ, I shall not walk in darkness. I'm in the light of life. I shall not hunger. I shall never thirst. I shall not be plucked out of Christ's hands. 
I shall not perish. And I shall never die. I fall short every single day. And here tonight, fast approaching morning, two minutes till midnight here in West Texas. I know very much all my failures I've committed today, all the sins. They are numerous. But because of Christ, and because I've placed my faith in him, he has imputed to me perfect righteousness. And now, no condemnation. I will not perish. I will not die. I will not hunger or thirst. Because in Christ, I have everything I need for eternal salvation. And it has nothing to do with what I can do, should do, may do. It has everything to do with what he accomplished. If you can think of any more shall nots that you think would fit with this, feel free to look and then email them to me. Newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. And this has been a special late night episode of the Today's Focus podcast series, trying to give you something spiritual to focus on and to feed on. And this has been the Today's Focus for Wednesday, August the 9th, 2023. Hopefully you found it beneficial and hopefully it will give you much to think and meditate on. And may God bless you as you meditate on his word.